Thank you very much for listening to the Green Element podcast. We really value your opinion and we're wondering if you could take part in a survey that helps make this podcast better, please. www.greenelement.co.uk podcast survey. I hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome to the Green Element podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And um, let's just carry on the talks that we were talking about before. So tell us more about what you're, um, you know, what what is it that you're doing? It was just about to cycle around the UK. Uh, that is true. Yeah, I'm going to cycle around the UK. So previously I rode across the Atlantic um, on my own, which was, you know, I'd never rode before, never been to sea, but I love a challenge. And uh was successful in that one so my next thing because everyone's like oh what's next what's next I'm like yeah yeah good I like this lifestyle so my next is um <laughs> I like it because it's challenging but it's also uh very varied so going to cycle 7,200 kilometers of the coast bearing in mind I make it um and at the end of each day I'm going to be doing a beach clean with a local community who I am setting up that <coughs> um I'm not going to be organising the beach clean, but I'm setting up, like, facilitating the fact that I'm coming and can can somebody organise it. So what I really want, I'm, like, a big fan of community, and I think that with community, not only, um, you know, I think people will look after their own community more if there is a community within their community, if that makes sense. Mm. Sorry, I'm just going to, um, my phone yeah. is whizzing off. Um, I think it's better for our mental health if we've got community and we're part of something. Um, the idea of just getting out and being in the fresh air is better for our a our health because we're out and we're doing a small amount of exercise or a large amount but um so the plastic and the cleaning up the beach is kind of it's not a secondary it's all like part of it but it's not to say that i think that the ocean plastics is the be all and end all that we need to be focusing on but i think it's a way to engage people in our environmental issues and it's something that they can physically see that they're making a difference to so at the end of the day you're like we've got five bags or we've got 20 bags of rubbish you are the guys who helped clean that and then not only are you removing it but you're then making people more aware of the issue and the situation then they become more connected with it and then when they're more connected they start investigating other things and which is what's happened to me <laughs> um i now slightly uh, too much knowledge i think on some of the situations but the idea <laughs> is that um <laughs> knowledge ignorance is very bliss unfortunately um so yeah so it's a it's a big community drive really um with the sort of environment at the center and then people's health and well-being and um other kind of whatever you can take from it along kind of tagging onto that kind of element so where are you starting from uh london to london okay. going clockwise um on starting leaving on may the 4th i believe unless a big sponsor comes in and wants me to leave on a particular day the idea is on the sunday that people can ride out with me to margate where we have our first clean up and then when i come in on july the 28th people can ride in and then i'm hoping to have a big thames beach clean which um i'm in so talk to people about the organizing of that event as well so will you finish in i guess you'll finish in essex uh, no, I finished in London, so I'll come into. No, as, in, no, as in last, the last stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The last stop for is Essex. I think it's um, Southend on Sea. I think is my last. Oh, cool. Or, uh, or Shoreham on Sea. I can't remember. No, Southend on Sea. Do you? Um, do you know anyone Definitely. in Southend? Because I know, no. I know someone that will do beach clean. For Def- oh yes, brilliant. Uh, there we go. Perfect. One of our kite surfing um, schools is there, and he does beach cleanups. 
a brill. So I'll introduce you to Cool. That and that this is exactly like the idea is that you know I I can't actually manage that beach clean, but someone like you will introduce me to someone, and then mm -hmm. uh, hopefully as I go round as well, some of those beaches that I haven't managed to fill before I leave will get filled up, and the people feel like they're part of something. And if they're organising it, maybe it already exists, which is great. But if it's a new opportunity for someone to start a beach clean, then hopefully when I leave, the additional people that have gone to the beach clean, if it's an existing one or the new people that that community remains once I've gone. There's no point in me organising it and then disappearing and like who's in charge of the one next time. So yeah. hopefully we can maintain and either maintain a new one or grow an existing one mm. um, through kind of, yeah, the, the being part of this kind of whole thing. Okay. And so have, is there a way that you can see with what dates you've got and what yes. beaches? You're obviously not going to do every single beach in the UK. or you No, maybe. no. <laughs> no, that would be. I'd be. Here. I'd be very long. Um, and I probably. I'd be only like going about two miles a day or something. Um, there's about. So I've got seventy, just over seventy um, beaches. So it's eighty-four days, but I've got a few days off, few days of traveling, traveling on things. And probably on an off day, I'll pop down to the beach. And if someone wants to do a another beach clean, like I think I'm in Skegness for three two days two nights so that might be two beach cleans or it might be a beach clean in Skegness on day one and then day two we move a little bit further down and there's another one but mm. um yeah ultimately it's about sort of minimum 70 uh and if I don't get anyone to to do that beach clean then I'll do it myself I'm not obviously going to be able to clean up the whole beach because <laughs> that'd be impossible but I'll give it a go on my own and hopefully there's some other people around that I can tell them like what I'm up to and, mm. and they come and get involved and um yeah and on my website there is so I've got a map currently and you can like click on the little logo and if you want to sponsor the beach then that logo changes to like the company logo who sponsored it but then also you can kind of register your interest for that beach clean and then eventually when I've got like the names of the beach cleaner mm. in charge then I will send that beach cleaner in charge that bunch of emails for them to then manage those people who want to come okay brilliant very brilliant. logistically complicated so is this what so is this what you do for a living? You, um, yes, basically. Uh, okay. And before you mentioned that you cycled across the Atlantic. Um, I do road. Know, road, <laughs> so, so cycled across. That would be kind of... Impossible. That, yeah. Uh, well, you could use one of those cycle things. You know, they've got the paddles. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've got uh, pedalos, haven't they? they yeah. Have pedalo. I'm quite yeah. confident you wouldn't be able to do that, though. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, with storms and stuff. <laughs> no, people have pedalo. Oh well, it depends what kind of pedalo. There is a there is a pedalo boat, which is a bit like the rowing boat, where you sit down and you pedal it. Mm -hmm. So it is possible. It has been okay. done, not solo, but in twos or fours. There you yeah. go. This could be your next challenge. It's a, well, you never know. There's plenty of others. Pedal around the world. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> On land and water, Christ. But you're the fastest. Legs, like, I am the fastest. Aren't you? I am. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit and about that um, journey? What was the, what was your highlights of um, um, rowing? Why am I rowing across the Atlantic? <laughs> um, highlights pretty much were having my mojito at the end. That was pretty good. Um, but also <laughs> um, the, the sunsets were amazing. Being on your own in that kind of that solitude was it's quite insane. It's mad to think that you're out that far in the middle of the Atlantic with no one else around you. There were people closer to me in space at some times than um, on Earth, oh, wow. which is insane. That's how like far you are. And just to know, just to 
that you like that you can survive in mm. i mean it wasn't like i was never had a sort of in a death near death situation but mm. you know there were some big waves <laughs> and then there were no waves and then it's like it's long and it's hot and it's wet and like this goes wrong and that goes wrong and you can kind of do it you get over it you have to because you've got to get to the other side right um and yeah like i say the sunsets and the animals that i would see which is not very many which is i thought there might be more but i do kind of miss that solitude it's weird i did you get lonely no not at all but weirdly that now that I'm in at home and I'm doing what I'm doing and like mm. it's winter and it's dark and I'm like, Oh God, I really want to like live with someone or like, and I feel more lonely at home mm. in the winter doing what I'm doing with people like everywhere and meetings than I did when I was in the Atlantic, just kind of mm, warm and warm and like achieving and doing great stuff. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling, but I suppose loneliness is not about being alone though, is it? Yeah. Loneliness is a different, is a deeper, Mm. deeper thing the when you you say the big waves like you see the films i'm just trying to visualize like literally could you just would you just look up and see um, yeah i I mean yeah it's a you're in a tiny boat so it's difficult to compare like i used to i would always watch those youtube videos of like the massive boats like crashing into the waves but obviously because they're so big they have that because they get to the top of a wave and then they tip and go that way so then when they're coming to the next one their like nose is ready to hit into the next big wave so it's difficult because you're just like a little cork going up like bobbing up and then coming down but the only thing i kind of had as a like measure would be i guess a regular townhouse which has kind of got i guess three the two floors in the attic and the two floors in the roof and you kind of look and see how high you think that is Mm. i reckon i reckon and it's also so difficult because you're never like fully at the bottom of it and looking straight up because as it comes towards you, you kind of like come up with the swell. Yeah. Um, but looking at them, I'm like trying to figure out the size of that compared to a house. I was like, that is definitely at least one and a half times a house. But then when I'm, when I then say to people, oh, I think it was like 60 foot, they're like, oh, that's impossible. The one. So, you know, you don't get 60 foot waves in the Antic. But I'm like, but I didn't have a tape measure to measure, but that is definitely bigger. <laughs> those houses those houses those waves were definitely bigger than Mm. those and like it's a wall this big black wall of water coming towards you and then you get to the top and you're like woohoo i made it and you look around and you're like whoa there's a big like pit of foam at the bottom and there's another one coming and then you kind of like just hope and pray that that one's not going to crash on you and it's not like they're kind of like crashing waves the little top of it like crashes you get like the white what do you call them the little white horses i think they call them um and you don't really want to be on a wave at that point because it, the size of that would possibly sort of tip you and you don't want to go flying down a wave really did you did you ever get tipped uh no i had about five near cap sizes so right. kind of like where everything goes onto one side I hit my face on the side of the cabin wall one night um yeah so no i didn't actually kind of like fully capsize but i was hanging out the boat on one one occasion right and when you first saw the waves, did did you get scared, or were you, you kind of like just took it in your stride? Oh yeah, no, that's just this is yeah. You have to. <laughs> you have. It's like there's nothing you can do about it, right? It's coming at you, and it's like oh shit! I did have a little pray to God and apologise for not praying for twenty five years. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. I haven't been praying to you for twenty five years. But if you are up there, then this is like my sincere apology. Please forgive me and like 
do whatever you can to make this be all right. And it was fine. Um, but yeah, no. So I think you're very much when you're in the middle of it. I mean, to be fair, right? It's kind of like you build up to that size of wave. It's not like something someone just dumped me in the middle of the Atlantic and went, here, deal with it. So you kind of got there. But there's literally nothing you can do apart from to sit and watch it happen and you can hold on you lock your door make sure you're tied in make sure everything's kind of put away as much as you can in the time you got to do that but like i say it's kind of a build-up to getting to that point so all these things should be in place anyway mm. um and then you just gotta hope that's it <laughs> hope and pray and did you were you i'm gonna say environmental but that's you know would, yeah. would you be thinking about the environment and sustainability before you did that row or was it something yeah so about or no no so when so when i was learning to be so i was a biology teacher and when i was training to be a biology teacher the guy who was training me was quite into the sustainability and the environment and lived quite a sort of nature-ish type of life and i quite fancied him and i thought if i got into the <laughs> environment and i followed him so he basically inspired me to be more environmental although I was kind of built up my like my parents live in the countryside my dad loves nature so I kind of had already was kind of like already there anyway but just wasn't so knowledgeable about the the whole thing um so yeah I got into it then and then when I was doing my I had a paddleboard company and when I was doing that we did something called trash retreats where we would collect the trash out of the canal in Hackney um right. and with the so within the community one of the cafes there would give us would exchange like a bucket of trash for um, a bit of cake or a coffee or something like that. So um had really was much more onto it by before I even left anyway. So yeah, during those I guess it was probably about eight years there of kind of fancying the man who didn't fall in love with me to um to now maybe yeah, maybe a bit more than eight years, okay. maybe about ten years. So it wasn't but, it wasn't no, an epiphany. No, You're no, at the no, top of I a wave and you saw the lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, I'm afraid. And no such story. But um the the journey since like now that i'm doing my kit plastic thing you know for, to begin with i was all like i knew the environment was an issue but the more i've kind of investigated and had my ears and eyes open to stuff i realize i've learned a lot more about what's going on um out there slightly to a point of just not i wouldn't say depressive depression but a true understanding of what we are headed for i think it's really hard i think it's we talk about it a lot as professionals in the industry because our job is to understand everything and to yeah. understand well you're never going to understand everything but to understand as much as you can and to know what research is out there and to know um who how to deliver environmental change um, yeah. or reducing organizations impacts and i think you're right i think it, you can be depressed equally there's so many good things out there and it's partly why we set up this podcast was because there's people like you out there and not to downgrade you but there are an awful lot of people you know that yeah. are doing an awful lot of good um in the world and i i personally believe that we can't quantify all of these people and i think only hindsight will quantify everyone mm. and i think that there will be a tipping point but it will be a good tipping point where we'll find out that there's an awful lot of organizations that are producing renewables or um producing a different type of material instead of using a but, plastic or 
yeah but i think um so yeah i get there's a lot of people doing good things but like i'm doing good things but i still look at my lifestyle and i'm like if everyone is living and i'm i think i've got a reasonably sort of cheap i don't spend lots of money on clothes but i've still got things i'm like i've got five paddle boards i've got three bikes because they've amounted but like oh i've got some flowers which have been delivered that i get once a month which i probably don't need there's still lots and lots and lots of things which collectively i can't see globally us as individuals making enough change for it to be okay like i can't see all those drinks and the that choice of drinks on the shelves coming off like that is ultimately what needs the soil is horrendous the the insects i was on the news the other day the scientist was like yeah the insects are going to be gone in 100 years and the newsreader went oh so our great-grandchildren will like have to be there pollinating plants something and they went no you'll you won't have any grandchildren there'll be no humans left and like i was like no one's talking about this like this is a hundred years we're talking the insects go the soil degradation is just hideous and you know we still want strawberries in the winter we like avocados like the number one shipped vegetable across the 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 world like is that sustainable Hmm. genuinely is that like yes there's great things like we're improving our co2 um are we improving our co2 output i'm not sure but renewables is great and we're like addressing the plastic situation but no one's saying everyone's going let's change plastic for something else which is not better at all they're not going we actually need to stop consuming because the world is based on this kind of um false economy and it's like no one ever says well you can't keep in you can't increase productivity economic productivity year on year out forevermore because essentially every time you sell something that's something from the environment that's something from a resource from the earth which you're taking out and then like are there not too many humans yeah so what do you think like, we should do i think we just need a ma- oh, i don't think i just think we have to do our bit because it makes us it makes it it makes a difference it makes a small difference but it's not i don't think it's going to be a big enough difference i would imagine we'll probably have a major major wipeout in 60 years of some sort and we'll end up with a billion humans on the planet um but we need to that that soil needs to that soil needs to improve hugely like the 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 style of farming doesn't we need the style of farming to feed the people that we've got Mm. but it's not sustainable um, I'm going to buy a church with a graveyard because I believe that the soil in the graveyard is going to be really fertile. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you get sponsored by the church. Yeah, especially with my praying to God story who saved me on that massive wave. Um, <laughs> they'll be like, yes, that's a great story. And now look what he's given you. I just, I think, I, one bit of me, like, obviously hope is a really, is a really, fundamental and important point because i do have hope if i didn't have hope i'd be like what's the point in being here because i don't believe it's going to change but if you're going to be academic about it and address like how humans behave and look at the economies of the world you can't stop like hundreds hundreds and hundreds of companies producing stuff because that's hundreds and hundreds of people who are relying on that money to pay for the food to keep them alive but we can't sustain the amount like <laughs> i just i think the drinks industry is a really good example of 
of what it's become right you've got cocoa this you've got like smoothie that you've got like it is ridiculous if you go to a like a proper supermarket the amount of different drinks you can have Mm. packaged in whatever packaging like the most sustainable packaging in the world it's still taken energy to create that and and i think you know fashion industry didn't realize today i i read that the fashion industry produces more co2 than aviation and the marine industry put together that whole more co2 than um it it depends on how you slice the cake doesn't it because yeah, you i've always because you you hear you see one story where it they'll do it um a pie chart of industries but then every industry uses a some you know then you can have a pie chart of the different transports or energy sources or you can and so yeah fashion industry probably does use more but then actually the fashion industry is a part of um transportation surely because yeah, they're transporting like stuff. Get this, yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally. so therefore no, it can't no. be more bigger than bigger than that because that's also not including all the other um industries that are using transport um, but that doesn't it add to the fact that that's part of the transport? Yeah, so but the fact what I'm that, saying the fact is that transport you're... is bigger. That transport can never be smaller than fashion because transport is bigger than is fashion sits underneath transport. Oh yeah, but so um, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But in the in the production of the clothes and getting the clothes to that ship or getting the clothes to that aeroplane also requires lot of energy and getting the materials into the clothing yes the 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 transport is a small part of that fashion industry Mm. yeah no i agree i agree but it's that's Um, what i'm saying it's different ways to slice the case yeah yeah yeah. um but i you know i just think um i can't see so yes me and you and someone else would go that's okay i'm not gonna you know i don't need fashion i'm happy in in, it with what i've got and i'll get it even i go oh yeah i really need a new jacket because the one i've got is looking a bit old and torn I don't need a new jacket. I want a new jacket because my other jacket is a bit like, you know, I've had it for 10 years and it's boring, really. But I can't see the, I was just out on New Year's Day in, where was I, Tooting? Um, And the shops were full of people buying. And I'm like, what are you doing? How are you going to stop those people who've got no concept of what is going on to stop Mm. buying stuff unnecessarily? Yeah. Because you have to educate a nation and change the way that and we've kind of built a habit i was trying to find out how long it takes to break a habit it takes no time at all to form (laughs) form some habits but to break them i wonder like in that whole who's going to be responsible to say actually we don't need fashion we don't need seasonal fashion in fact we're not allowed seasonal fashion the clothes stay in that shop until they're sold and that's it (laughs) and then like I i don't know how that happens and and when it becomes trendy just to be you know, putting patches on your jumpers, mm. like the good old days. Um, when you were yeah. a bio- but what age group did you teach when you were a biology teacher? Secondary kids. So, How old is that? so that's about 13 six, years old. 11 to 18. 11 to 18. And did you find that they thought about environmental stuff? Um, so the one school that I taught at, which was the, the first one, we did have a we had an eco club and one of the, I think the head of biology was kind of leading that. And I joined that and there were some kids on there who were very, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's now at Cambridge 
changing the world um you know just at the age of what was he 13 at the time and there was a sort of group of people there who really kind of understood it and liked it but um this is the other thing is you know i've got houses you've got like cities full of concrete how are those people three quarters of those people in that city have never never been out and properly connected with woodland or the sea or beaches or you know when i was doing my paddleboarding and i was picking up the trash one of the little girls from the estate in hackney threw her drinks carton at me into the water and i said don't like you can't do that that's really not good she goes yeah but you're there to pick it up and like every weekend i would pick up the stuff and every weekend it was back exactly where it was the day before because even though they've got a canal they have no idea that that canal is connected to fish and turtles and the 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 even the thames they've got no idea that it's connected to the thames and that that thames is connected to the oceans you know we're talking about cleaning up beaches it shouldn't even be going out the thames in the first place you know there should be a full-on and that has just got worse and worse the thames has got worse and worse um every time there should be tech we should be investing in technology now 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 to be on every single river that goes out to somehow collect the source of the issue um so i don't know i don't know where we're at with technology but yeah so i think that one of the issues is the education, but not education in the classroom. Education in the classroom, it was so difficult trying to engage people in something you're passionate about, which is the environment, in like a white-walled clinical classroom with big bright lights, you know, and the kids are like are sort of saying, well, yes, but how can, they wouldn't say this, but you're kind of trying to enthuse them and get them excited about something, which is incredible, but you're doing it in a, like this clinical environment and they've never been, they've like, you know, gone from their council estate to their bus stop, to their McDonald's, to their school, or hopefully not before school, but you know, to school and then back to their McDonald's and then to the bus stop and back home. It's like, that is pretty much most of their, Hmm. their life um, until they're 18 um, or 16, probably more like 16. Um, (laughs) So I think there's a, there's a change needed in the education of it all as well but i mean you know the the bloody politicians are just chatting about crap aren't they <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> there so, was some M- sort of there was some mp in i think northampton she was a female mp who was like these kids should be at school they're truanting and you're like what like why would it why would an mp say that these kids are out striking because it's a really important thing a real important mess that you have made and you're whinging about saying they're they're truanting and i would say that they've got they're getting more education on the political system and they're actually getting real life experience yeah. by doing what they did forgetting about the environment so they're, they're actually getting very good experience on the way the world works yeah it's really i think it was great and and a strike is not a strike if you're not strike if you're not turning up to something like if it was a weekend so it should have been a weekend but that's not a strike <laughs> that's like a march yeah. It's very different. Whereas a strike is saying, we're willing to give up our education, our day of mm. learning, to come and tell you guys that we need to stop arguing about Brexit and do some real changes that are yeah. needed needed now. Yeah. I, we, uh, we've employed a PR company and they were asking me about environment and sustainability and what sort of things I'd like to see as a change within the political system. And I was talking about that. And we were getting to the point where they were going, right, fine, why don't we try and engage politicians so we can do that in probably in about 18 months, two years' time? And I was like, 
what not now i know mean, oh, they literally are not talking about anything other than brexit at the moment and it's just you just feel wow so the whole world is stopping because of something that's not going to make any difference brilliant <laughs> and no one really wants actually <laughs> yeah so oh, it's just <laughs> such a joke um and i also think we should take the politicians like Theresa may out for a walk in the countryside where they can see the flighter thing and they can see the, so like when i'm out on my bike i'm like this is revolting and it like it's like this is meant to be a nice place but if they're just hanging out in parliament and flying from brussels to wherever or just driving their way or getting on a train down to wherever it is westminster hmm. how do they even have any concept of the reality like do they go and do beach cleans do they go and hang out in their 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 local kind of I think by she's, the road she's woods. a big walker she's a big is walker she? isn't she Theresa may yeah she's come down the a3 where i live because um <laughs> i think they were taking the you know what the media like they were taking the mickey out of her for, oh, for running going, running through going fields. for a walk <laughs> Or going oh. for just no for going. She gets on going on holiday and she goes for walks in the Lake District and stuff. And it's like, seriously, you're taking the Mickey out of her for going for walks in the Lake District. Like, how low are we going to get if people can't even yeah, do yeah. that? I don't know. Um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do wonder though if they're, they're quite aware of some of the the litter it, and the situations. It's the constitute. It's not the. It's the. It's the culture that's yeah. inside it. I don't think it's the individual people. I think it's the, there's a toxic culture within our political system now and we need that's, that to change. That's interesting that you say it's not the individual because doesn't culture come from yeah. the individual? But the, 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 indi the individual isn't there for long, long enough to, in order for that culture to change, which is yeah. why it's toxic. We, we're going to, we, are, we as people needs and voters need to change that system rather than the system's not going to change itself because we don't, the system doesn't allow it to be changed because Theresa May will be gone in a year and a half's time and then there'll be someone else and then there'll be someone else and then there'll be someone else. Yeah, and there's no sort of like, everyone, it's more of like a competition in, in politics yeah. to see who can, who can have their voice heard and who can get the right thing. It's like, can we stop having this, <clears throat> like, it's like, you know, a school school fight or something you know and they're it's like it's like being back and having a rugby match or a hockey match or something and they don't actually they just care about their time like i feel sorry for Theresa may let's not in politics but i do feel sorry for her because she got lumped with this whole load of shit and she's in a she's in a party even late you know labor conservatives they're all rubbish but they're they're are they rubbish or are we putting that amount of stress on them i do feel like as the individual that we rely heaven heaven heavenly <laughs> heavily mm. on um heavily on the government to make our lives better it's actually i think if we it's you know if the government doesn't say we shouldn't we shouldn't do it then we won't do it we need the government to tell us that we have to do it mm. then we don't it's like we imagine if you took the government away what would happen mm. like and you needed to run the world your own you should we should be looking after our neighbors we should be cleaning up our our area the 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 councils are stretched to hell the benefit system is you know a huge amount of money goes to the benefit system which is you know it is what it is um and the recycling it's like is it their fault that they haven't got the facilities to recycle or is it our fault for buying all the products that mm. are packaged i don't know i i'm a big believer in the individual i think we are we need to take responsibility more for our own behavior um, i agree 
I think that's the, where the, that's where we need to be educating people, and that's where I think yeah. the younger the younger generation are possibly understanding more as well. Yeah. But the I say blame blame less, change more. Yes. Yeah. Going back to, and so moving back into your cycling and yeah. going around the UK. Uh, are you going to continue the relationships or are, is the system going to um, like how, how is you talked about future cleanups and not being reliant on you but are you going to be putting yeah I think it'd be really nice to um, like it's difficult to say now exactly what happens and and where it goes but I think it'd be really nice I don't know whether we use that do that like retain the community from like within a within Facebook but what I also what I'm also keen not to do is just to reinvent another name for a beach, like for a beach cleaning community. We've got Marine Conservation Society, we've got Keep Britain Tidy, we've got Surface Against Sewage, we've got the final straw in Portsmouth or whatever. But so I don't believe we need yet another beach cleaning organisation. So that's not really what I want to do. But I guess the name of you know it's called Kick Plastic just because that's the name of kind of the campaign um, and. I think it's difficult to know with something that is relatively quite, I mean, it's, it's quite big, you know, it's quite a big deal to be, the cycling is one part of it, but to kind of organize that and who knows what comes of that and where it ends up going. So I would hate to sort of promise anything um, and say, yes, that's it. but I do think there's an opportunity to then um, revisit those communities or somehow make sure those communities stay together, whether it's under, you know, if, if that beach cleaner actually, that beach cleaner who organises it, a surface against sewage beach cleaner, then I'm not going to say, oh, you need to turn and be a kick plastic beach cleaner because, mm. you know, it doesn't kind of, doesn't make sense. But I think there's an opportunity for that then, you know, like there's inland in Britain, there's other countries, there's mm. um, there's an education element of stuff. And I kind of, uh, back to the individual thing and taking control, I think it's nice that, hopefully some people will be empowered and they'll keep on going they'll keep on doing it and actually in an ideal world i step away and and or i ride away should i say and that continues because that community really enjoy doing it and really want to do it and you know whether i keep in touch with them and you know i'm sure i will because i will have built a sort of relationship with them between now and then um so yeah um difficult to answer that question not honestly okay. but yeah um i guess it depends know. on the way it goes so yeah um sponsorship wise yeah. do you need more sponsors i always do need more sponsors yeah i've got so um, where, can, where can people go to find out more information about what it is that you're doing so it's on my website which is kikomatthews.co.uk www.kikomatthews.co.uk um and yeah looking for beach sponsors looking for leg sponsors regional sponsors so like if you're welsh for example you're a welsh company and you want to sponsor wales then that's great um headline um sponsor which i, I guess is the kind of a large chunk of it but yeah um definitely sponsors and the sponsorship yes it brings in money which is great you know ultimately i can get around the uk on a bike without such things but for it to to work but also we're creating content so i'm um, looking at making um a documentary which would then further go further w mm. whatever wider um and that hopefully is really about the story of someone <clears throat> who sees an issue and wants to make a change as, as the individual and like what you can achieve 
as one person I think there's a lot of us going you know we go oh god it's like it's only me like what difference is one person going to make when it's only me making a difference and but actually look at what happens when one person does and like this the strength of community and so that's the kind of story not like I'm going on a bike and going to clean up beaches <clears throat> um so yeah the, the sponsorship really is part of also connecting a company to the situation and to the campaign as well so if you've got a company on board they're not just going to go here's 15 grand see you later you go hopefully they go here's 15 grand let us come down to a beach and do a beach clean let us make a change within our comp company they also get some uh, some consulting from green element which is always helpful um <laughs> <coughs> but yeah so it's to engage as many people as possible and like i say once i've gone if they're a local community if they're a local um if they're a local company to a beach, to the beach, one of the beaches I'm stopping at, then once I've gone, that sort of support, um, both manpower, but also financially would be good to, for that to kind of continue once I've left, you know, it'd be a nice thing. So yeah. the, the sponsorship has two, two elements and it also is great for the employees. And the, so it's good for your CSR, good for the marketing, but also great for the employees to really, you know, engage in something that is it's positive and have a like a collective thing that they're all you know working towards i think there's lots of charities that companies work on that's great but not every employee is affected by the charities that they raise money for you know like it, often it's kind of based around an employee who's x y or z or you know the ceo's this or someone's been to africa and they want to that's great but not every single employee is going to care about the water in africa you know it's got it's not gonna it's got nothing to do with them but the thing about the environment is it affects every single one of them in the building and also every single one of their children every single one of their sisters mothers brothers whatever it's like it's a cause which everybody needs to be part of yeah and every and everybody is part of you know mm. there's no there's no <laughs> you can't escape and go yeah yeah well our company's not really you know into the environment well <laughs> really mm. like this is your life this is this is this is it basically this is our last chance mm. not not the kick plastic tour isn't the last chance but you know this is our <laughs> last kind of generation where we have to very quickly make a change mm. um, and so what is the one thing that you would like listeners to do um on that change can you think of one thing I think the change is um, the change for me and what I think other people need to or should or be nice to see them doing is just is that question. It's like just be aware of that aware of that exchange of money, like where that money is going to like, what are you buying? What are you spending your money on? Like, mm. is that really necessary? Can I make a slightly better choice? Am I buying strawberries because I want strawberries? Um, is it the right season? Is it not the right season? Uh, do I really need the cheapest meat? Do I really need meat? Full stop. Like I, you know, so I think it's that conscious purchasing, I think is very easy for us to, um, to change. And also just pick up a bit of litter when you walk past it. Like if you see it and it's at your feet, it's not meant to be there. So it really doesn't take much mm. effort just to pick it up and wait for the next bin and put it in the bin. Yes. It's, you know, so make your own sandwiches convenience food i'm actually on a, i'm on an environmental diet i've been losing weight because i cannot eat half of the <laughs> half of the stuff that i'm like oh that's nice no don't need it it's wrapped in you know i kind of like now that I have a sort of like more conscious food habits 
you can't just eat any old thing, whatever. It's that's, interesting. That's brilliant. Maybe that's your next thing. Kicking yeah, off the environmental diet. diet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just, <clears throat> and it's just, it's still like we were saying about the coffees. You didn't take your coffee cup with you on the train three or three days in London. So you were already considering the fact that you were either going to have to sit in a coffee shop and drink your coffee or actually not have the coffee at all. Um, it's not like, oh God, I haven't brought my coffee cup. Oh, well, I'll just use as I normally do. But you, you, you made a, that conscious decision and all of those little things, they do help. Um, yeah. Okay, brilliant. Well, thank I mean, you. That was, so that was much. more than one, wasn't it? That was quite a few. That was more than <laughs> well, it's conscious conscious shopping is the yeah. one. That's yeah. what you said, really. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so, where can we find out more about you and what you're up to? All my social media is Kiko Matthews. So, luckily, I was got a name that nobody else has, so it's very easy to find me and not mistake me for somebody else um <laughs> kick plastic i have as which is kik and then plastic is my other the social media so that's that's a little bit more environmental than the kiko matthews kiko matthews is a bit more uh it's got some of that but it's also linked in with adventure and my kind of day-to-day -day activities um and then my website like i said before is kikomatthews.co.uk and on there there's things where you can there's like links to click to join the ride or to join the beach clean or to see where the beach cleans are or to see what I've been up to before. Um, I've got a book as well, which is for sale. And that's about it, really. Brilliant. And we'll put all the links to everything on our thank website. You. And um, thank you so much for today. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Sorry, I hope it wasn't too much doom and gloom. I mean, I'm a very positive person, but I just, you know. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Will. Nice chatting. Thanks so much for listening. We created this podcast for you. So we'd really appreciate any feedback you want to give us. You can do that by rating and reviewing on your favourite podcast. Or for iTunes, visit www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash Apple. If you'd like to keep in touch, then we invite you to join our free Facebook community which is everything to do with sustainable and ethical business. Lots of daily conversations, themes and great ideas. A really great place to work and network with like-minded individuals. If you open Facebook and search for The Green Element, hit the group search function, we will let you right in. All of the show notes, any links, any references to the, on this podcast will be featured on our website, greenelement.co.uk. As a special thank you for listening, please head over to www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018 and you can pick up a free guide on how to green up and environmentalise your business or organisation. That's greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018. Finally, I would like to thank Ben Chatwin for writing the fantastic opening music he is an amazing artist with a phenomenal following. It was a privilege he said yes to even write it for us. We look forward to seeing you next week and hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>